Welcome to Rewired Inspired. I am your host, Elena Petrescu, former accountant, now hypnotist, and body language business trainer. My purpose is to help you rewire your mind to see infinite possibilities and inspire you to create them in your life and business. I share tips, tools, and strategies that help you suspend disbelief so you can quickly overcome challenges, eliminate doubt, remove self-imposed limitations, and create the life and business of your dreams. I believe that good things happen to those who are inspired. Inspired minds are focused and they take action. Through inspired action, people evolve. They gain confidence, change unwanted behavior and habits, develop self-awareness, and realize their full potential, a life with more money, achievement, and impact. You'll hear from leaders that share their story of transformation and how they transitioned from difficult situations towards genuine empowerment in their life and business. You will learn how you can model their lesson and rewire inspire your mind to quickly reach your full potential, making your life and financial goals a reality. Are you ready to be inspired? Let's get started. Hello, everybody. Elena here with another episode of Rewired, Inspired. And this is really after the new year. I think everybody is ready to take on new challenges and do new stuff. And today I have a a beautiful guest who is going to challenge you. And her name is Anne-Marie Uber. And Anne-Marie has over 30 years of experience in the fields of Chaldean numerology, Tarot and Oracle, astrology, feng shui, entity removal, and soul rescue. Anne-Marie Uber challenges you to make the break from the ceilings, patterns, circles, and karma that have been blocking you from taking back control of your future. Through private readings and healings, through her video instructions and her books, she intends to teach you to do just that, to learn how to take control using the codes governing your life and become your your own truth meter. So Anne-Marie, welcome. I am so excited to have you here. Thank you. Thanks for having me on. And, you know, I followed you for some time. I read your books. And what I love to do is I like the viewers and the listeners to know more about you because I feel that you have something to offer the very few out there have. But before we do that, I like to ask you, I know you have extensive knowledge about numerology, especially Chaldean numerology, that I feel so many people need your help. So tell us what took you down this road? I mean, I've read your story, but I like the listeners to to really listen to what you have to say. How did you take on that path? I think it was from as a child feeling very different. And I don't know if other people can relate to this, but I just felt like I didn't belong in this world. I, I was very shy and withdrawn and I didn't really understand why I was the way I was <laughs> seemed like my family was very different. So I just started searching for answers. I also didn't like what religion was teaching me as far as 
you're going to die and you're going to go to heaven or hell and you, you better hope for heaven. And it was like, I, I just need to understand this. Like, why don't I remember where I came from? Why don't I know where I'm going? So I had a lot of experiences too at a young age with mediumship, people coming in from the other side and then getting in trouble when I would tell somebody. So I kind of blocked it all out, but I started searching in things that I could search. So this is way back in the day when things were a lot different. When I was about, I would say seven or eight years old, probably closer to eight, I would get on the bus and go to the mall by myself because I saw my sister do it. And that's where the bookstore was. So I'd go there and get informed about astrology and the selection was like UFOs, astrology, haunted houses. And that was about it. But I just wanted answers to the mysteries of life. I think there's a lot of tools that can help us, these old systems that in modern day got watered down or made fun of and replace, you know, and science replaces that. But these were actually ancient sciences like astrology, numerology, this type of thing. And they were kind of like guides to help you through life. Uh, I think where people that are religious have a problem with some of the things I do is they think that. I'm making this my God, not my guide, but also with not being informed about it. There's a, there's a lot of people that use things in a way that's detrimental to others or, or misuse rather, uh, just like a knife in the kitchen, you can use it to cut your food or to hurt somebody not to go there. But so these things are dependent on who's using them. But there are other layers to that as far as religious, which I won't get into. But I just wanted answers. I was having a lot of bad luck. A lot of things were going wrong. I I felt like I was invisible. I felt like I was always getting singled out. And I had a lifetime of not ever succeeding for the effort that I put forth. And and I studied every business manual, every um, help yourself, understand money, understand the power of positive thinking, all these things. And then all the new age thing, I was studying everywhere, trying to figure out what my problem was. And people would say, oh my gosh, you've put so much effort. It's almost like you're cursed or something, or something's happening that it's just, you don't have this luck. And so astrology, I think, was helping me understand the path I was on, it's almost like your script for this lifetime. And of course we have a multiple choice script, which astrology will show you multiple choice options. Like, okay, this is the material that's coming. And then A, B, C, D, E could happen here. It doesn't necessarily tell you which one's going to happen, but sometimes it can. I mean, depending on what astrology system you're using, but I really got into Chaldean numerology because you could actually change something. So astrology is based on your birth date and your birth time and location. You can't change that. It's kind of like a blueprint map. Uh, They made a car at the factory and then that's what the car is. That's the blueprint, (laughs) right? Yeah. You can't go change it, but uh, well, I don't know. That's a whole nother story, but anyway, uh, numerology is based on your name and your birth date. And you can certainly do something with your name or what people are calling you and the energy that that's putting out there. And the Chaldean system is also connected to astrology, unlike some of the systems, which I really like too. So anyway, you can, that's- you can actually change. The only thing you can really change is your name. You cannot change your date of birth. Is that what you're right. saying? Right. Yeah. So you can, but you can work with your name and kind of alter 
the script that you're on a little bit, which to me feels kind of like a matrix type universe. You know, it's like coding. And even in the Bible, it says that God gave everybody a name and a number. It's almost like this energy you're working with and it kind of shifts. Just like when you, uh, for example, hear somebody's name and they say, my name's Herman. And that might be like a really old school type name. But then they say, oh, my name's Zach, you know, and then it's like, oh, Zach. Yeah. Nothing against anybody named Herman, but it's like the names even have an energy to them or a connotation in in like the overall psyche of everybody. Anyway, they have a a frequency, right? Yes. The name has a frequency that puts. Yeah. So I got into all these tools just to get answers. How do I change my life? And it's funny because I kind of see myself as a guinea pig where I test these things and then I tell people what happens with the numerology, I never did legally change my name. So I'm using both names. So I got the, what I think of as a curse name. (laughs) And then my uh, author name, which is pretty close to my real name, where it's like, I'm almost living these two, uh, (laughs) these two realities, but uh, it's okay. Cause I I see everything is research. I I'm a guinea pig in the research and then tarot, you know, like tarot cards, they can be used for bad. They can have some bad symbolism in them related to some things, which is another whole long story, but uh, they can also be used to get answers, give you some peace of mind. And sometimes you just need to see something a little more clearly, not from an emotional perspective. You need to see something maybe laid out in a pattern with cards or, or which use your intuition. Maybe you need to hear your intuition (laughs) because I'm very, intuitive. So when you ask me a simple question, like you did, I go into this whole, this picture, here's a thousand pieces. Oh, here, I finally put them all together where I'm answering your question, but it's just the way my mind works. I wouldn't say I'm an intellectual, I'm more of an intuitive. And I think when you start listening to your intuition, you get a lot more guidance because you know, and I think everybody knows when you ignore the gut feeling that you get, you get in trouble. You usually screw up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you usually get in trouble. Yeah. And I know you mentioned names and and I know you mentioned guides and you mentioned good luck and bad luck. And I from reading your book, I know that you have done truly an extensive research on you so that you can put this out there. So you really save people a lot of years of Testing, right? Because that's what you did, yeah. testing. Now, tell me, what do you feel came out of this testing that you did? Because I'm sure you did it just to help you, but also to help others because you needed answers so that you can project those answers. So what were the answers that you feel have come forward for you that have helped you and others? I mean, I know your book helped me a lot and I refer to it weekly. So I'm sure those that have read your book, probably for sure they feel the same way. But what do you feel helped you mostly from all this extensive uh, doing things, testing things? Um, I think it's mostly helped me get in touch with who I am as a spirit or a soul, if you want to use that word, where I'm going after here. Why did I really come here? Who am I? But, but specifically with the numerology, like this book you're talking about, this has so many fine-tuning points that aren't even in it. I think what I learned with that and all the testing is you can't just 
take something quickly and like, oh, this is a good number. I'm going to change my name to that number. And then why am I still having bad luck? So you've really got to look at how the numbers interact and which numbers are interacting where, like location number, your age mm-hmm. number, your year. So there's ways you can actually start to map out like 2022 and your luck you're going to have this year. So there's a lot more to it than this book, but but there was so little written about this that I felt like I needed to expand it and study it and test it to see what are we all missing here? What are the little pieces we're missing? But I think really the, the biggest thing I've gotten out of even exploring any of these subjects, which get a lot of flack, like I said, although I have to say I am a Bible expert. <laughs> people think I don't know anything about the Bible or Jesus. But anyway, you do get a lot of flack from religious people, however, which has some merit. However, I've gotten comfort in getting an answer or when we feel like we're just thrown into this world and where are we and what's going on and what's going to happen if you can find an answer or at least some kind of hazy direction that you're going, like some kind of outline, it's just, it's comforting to me. Um, It gives you, it gives you that for me, that would mean, okay, I know what my purpose is now and I know what I need to do moving forward. It's something like that. And I'm pretty sure so many people out there want to feel like that. Because I'm sure there are a lot of people that have those questions internally, right? Yeah, I think a lot of people talk about karma and things. Uh, Some of this is related to karma. It's kind of a term that's thrown around loosely, I think. And some religions teach karma. So I would say we go through reincarnation process and karma is what we're paying for in this lifetime or what we're getting rewarded with. However, we get mind wiped when we come in and it's like, we don't remember anything. So we have that whole factor going on, but I think karma is a choice. I don't think it's a reward. I don't think of it as a punishment, a uh, reward punishment, or I'm sorry, I do think of it as a punishment. It's like a reward or a punishment. I don't think of it as like a consequence of something uh, like a cause effect. So when you go pick an apple off a tree, you, the the, the um, tree doesn't ask if you were good or bad and you can, well, maybe the one in the Garden of Eden did, but doesn't ask <laughs> if you're good or bad and <laughs> should you take this apple, it just gives you the apple. But if I go touch the hot stove and I get burned, that's a cause effect. I learn from it. Karma is a little different. Karma is set up as punishment. So you did something bad and by God, in this life, you're going to pay or you did something really, really good. We're going to, we are going to reward you in this life. Well, it's really a choice. It's like, we agree to that. I think on some level as a soul that we're going to suffer and we don't have to, we can just say, well, no, that's a man-made thing or a a construct that somebody came up with this idea that you've got to suffer or you've got to be rewarded. I think maybe on some unconscious soul level, we're thinking, man, I really screwed up with them. I need to come in and just let them just go to town on me and uh, wail on me and I'll feel better about it. You know, it's, it's a guilt thing. So, um, so is it like, for example, you're here to learn a lesson kind of a thing, right? But you're also saying you can make a choice at the same time. Don't look at it as a punishment. Don't feel that, okay, I'm here and I'm meant to be punished, right? Is that what mm-hmm. you kind of saying? 
I think that everything here is a choice. You you nailed it. People talk about free will or choice. I think it's all free. It's all choice here. It's not. It's free will to choose. So you can choose to uh, search for something that will get you out of this negative karma. You mm-hmm. can choose not to play it out. But I, I think it's it's kind of a complex answer um, that question. But I think even though you're given the script, you can alter your name a little bit. I don't, I don't exactly want to follow that script exactly how it is. Yeah, or, you have a choice, right? You can yes, you can, you can make to, choices, right? So by making choices, that means you can you can move towards a more positive outcome rather than think okay this is my karma and i'm going to suffer and that's it that is my my path that i'm meant to to take and and what you're saying that's not true yeah one trick uh that happens to people is people tell them well you're not thinking positive enough you're not manifesting correctly you're not doing this you have to work in the parameters of the script that you in particular are given which astrology can show in very fine detail if you study it um so i have this script that says for example i'm going to do a terrible job on this interview <laughs> and then i'll there's also path b another choice that says well you kind of do okay path c you do a fantastic job answering her questions, your head's on straight, which it's really not today. But anyway, so I've got these choices, which one's going to play out. Maybe the choice of I do a terrible job really isn't there. It's like, what's in that particular script? What are my multiple choice options? So for example, if I, that was probably not a good example. So I want to win the lottery. Well, at age, let's say 37, my script shows that that possibility could be there. There's a lot of abundance that could come into my life. So if I start thinking, hey, and I start playing the lottery, I might win something. I may not win the the, the million dollars. Maybe I win $50,000 or something. So, but if I'm at age 23, I'm just giving random examples. Yeah. And that isn't in my script at that time, but it is at age 37. There's just different timings for things sometimes. So you can you can try to be as abundant as you want to be in any moment. And it's whatever your script at that time is going to allow the best case scenario. If it's not there, that's why these people are doing so great. And you're like, well, I still haven't. Why can't I have that? Because it just wasn't at that time. That scenario wasn't yeah. there. Maybe something halfway was there, but not that extreme that you wanted. So I think you have to work within your script and understand that things are going to come to you. So what I always say is everything is working in my favor. Life works in my favor. I'm not a victim of the world. I see everything's working in my favor because what that does is it puts you onto the particular ABCD in that moment. That's going to be the best case scenario that's in your script. Does that so make sense? <laughs> when you talk about your script, when you work with your clients, your main objective is to find out what that script is and then for you to guide them. Am I correct? Yes. And then my personal goal is ultimately to get myself off the script. <laughs> right. I don't like to be controlled. <laughs> so searching for answers. How do we get off this script and do what we want? Exactly. Now, how does... Um, Chaldean numerology play into this because I know you look at the astrology component, but you also look at the Chaldean um, 
uh, numerology. So you look at people people's numbers and say, okay, this is what your script may be, but this is how we can change it, right? So talk yeah. to me about that. I've seen with people, they can change it about 33%. Sometimes they might change their life more than that using Chaldean numerology, but it can make a huge difference. Like we said, you can't change your birthday, which is going to control your day number in Chaldean and your period number. So like your period number, your Taurus, so you would be a five. You can't really change that. So, or sorry, a six. I'm losing my mind today. Okay. <laughs> you can see intuitive mind. You'd be a six. So you can't change that number energy of Venus. But if you change the name, it's going to change how everything interacts and all the... So when you make soup, you don't just have water, you have all the different things you put into the soup and then how do they all taste together? So if you, if you made like a a shake and put chocolate and lemon in there, it probably tastes awful. So it depends on what, what's the combination that's going on with the planets that are represented by the numbers with the name. So when you change your name, you can change the energy of your script to a certain degree and how it's playing out. Let's make it a little more pleasant so I might be going through some of the same material, but it's it's coming up in a lot more pleasant way for me, thus increasing my luck or which would be karma or negative karma would be another way of saying that. So changing one ingredient can make a huge difference, really. So, yeah, so and that would also change the frequency of your path as well, correct? Am I correct in saying that? Yeah. So if you made cookies and you accidentally put salt in instead of sugar you're going to notice a huge difference. You're going to be choking that thing down. <laughs> exactly. So, yeah, nobody wants to eat that, those cookies. No. <laughs> so yeah, it's um, everything's a combination of how everything works together, including how other people affect your life and number addresses where you live and, and different things like that. Uh, also with astrology, places where you live. I think these things all fit together. It's why I ultimately like tarot because um, you can read the whole thing and you can also see how to change things as well. Where uh, numerology, you're actually changing your numbers, but um, tarot will show you your best scenario in. um, So for example, like on your script, you look at the astrology, here's what's coming up. Here's all my choices. And then tarot can go, here's all your choices but you don't really want this one or this one, this one would probably be better. And if we don't have any good ones, how do we change this to get to a good one? So uh, it will show you choices. Maybe you're not even seeing. So that's why I like all, you know, I use everything. I don't just do one thing, but. So when you work uh, with clients, you look at, you look at their astrology, you look at their Chaldean numerology numbers, but you also pull out the, the tarot cards. Am I correct? So that way you cover your your field so that you give them the best personal um, outcome that that I I could do. You know, I could do a combination uh, appointment where I do all of that. It's usually what they're requesting because some people don't want all of that or they don't like a certain thing. They just want this. 
Um, so I usually do them in separate appointments. Some of the other things you can look at is your Akashic records, which I look at as like soul records that your soul carries with it from lifetime to lifetime, everything that's happened to you or will could possibly happen, happen to you. Um, so those are things you can look at too. There's all kinds of uh, different ways to look at a person um, like palmistry, looking at the palms, uh, the palm lines will change, but they're very drastic. <laughs> I don't do palms anymore. So don't ask me for palmistry because it's a very, very drastic reading. It's like, wow, okay, I got to tell them that. But um, there's no like uh, gray areas or anything to soften, soften whatever they tell you. But, um, but again, you know, they're going to, the lines are going to change. So this is just in this moment. You don't want to take everything as like, Oh my God, that's going to happen. You always have, like you said, choices. You always have different choices. Just become aware of what are they in this situation? Because sometimes another person is in charge of that choice. You know, like if you have a boss, ultimately you always have a choice, but the boss could be deciding whether to fire you or not. That's their decision, their choice. Your choice might be either to quit before he does or to change something you're doing in time to change that. Um, so it's a kind of, it's always combinations of things. And isn't it sometimes that things happen for a reason? Like, let's say the boss fires you. Maybe, maybe the universe is trying to tell you something that, hey, that's not where you're meant to be. Um, I feel that sometimes that may play out. Is what do you Yes, I think so too. I think we have uh, like our spirit guiding us. Um, I do think that we, I I think we have intuition, like I was saying, that will warn us of things or try to guide us, but we are in a world that trains you not to pay any attention to that. But I also think that we do have possibly help and uh, help from outside this world that, you know, people or beings that could help us but and I, there's there's religions like uh, Native American religion believes in animal totems. I think there could be animal spirits that help us too. So it's just a matter of trusting that you know if you're if you're really feeling it, it feels right, then it's probably going to turn out. But sometimes when you're resisting something and it's like oh god, how did I get into this? And this is awful. But then when you get out of it, it's like okay, it really wasn't that bad anyway. Because now it made you realize this, or it brought this in that wouldn't have been there. So I kind of think that, yeah, things are happening for a reason. I I really do think that we came in with scripts, but our soul is on a higher script. And it is trying to lead us where it wants us to go, not necessarily in the karma script. That is a reward punishment type of thing, which which really has nothing to do with love or with um, a higher state of mind. It has to do with like childish stuff. You know, the child's yeah. going to get punished or rewarded. And that's yeah. what the whole karmic cycle is. So I think your soul is trying to maneuver you through that where you can avoid a lot of that. But so, yeah, there is a truth to things happen for a reason, especially if you're believing that that means you're putting yourself on your highest script possible. And like that saying, everything's working in my favor. Things will actually, if you start saying that things will actually work in your favor, but there's a lot of traps in this life and a lot of detours and distractions and things that get us screwed up, you know, like drugs and, uh, 
drug and alcohol addictions Mm -hmm. and not working out like with somebody like you, not working out their pain from childhood or, and just letting it sit. And then their brain changes and they become a sociopath or something, or, you know, these things that need to be worked through. The um, unconscious that comes past life stuff. Is that what you mean? Past life stuff too. Yeah. Yeah. So Anne-Marie, with everything that's going on around now, I'm going to put this question forward to you because we talked about guides and we talked about numbers. What are the guides saying and what are the numbers revealing to you for 2022? I'm sure everybody wants your intake on that. So uh, I think it's going to be a year of a lot of surprises, maybe intensity. I don't know if I should get into the worldview because... It can be intense, but it is the the year of the fool. 22 is the fool card in tarot. And the fool card has to do with truth and with knowing things that other people don't know. So the more you start to look for truth and not what society is telling you, or maybe the news is telling you, but you really start digging for truth, the more prepared you're going to be for this year, I think. I think it's a year that people can exit the reincarnation cycle if they want to and leave uh, because the fool energy is all about that. It's about overcoming the world and it's hold on you um, overcoming, which is overcoming karma, the punishment reward cycles and being able to leave here. If you wanted the fool has the King's ear. And the reason the fool has the King's ears because the fool knows something that the ordinary person doesn't. Mm-hmm. But if the fool told the ordinary person what he knows, they're going to call him a fool in a negative way. But fool is also based on trust and allowing yourself to have faith in exactly what you're saying, which is things are happening for a reason. Um, everything's working in my favor. And you start walking a path like that. You're going to walk your way through this life. You're going to discover your purpose. You're going to get out of here. So I think this is a year of people discovering truth. On a, on a mass level, but also personally, um, it is a four year. So you would take the last two numbers of the year, 22, two plus two is four. Yeah. So it's four, not in a sense of like Pythagorean numerology, where that deals with um, issues of stability and things like that. The four is in particular relating to the planet Uranus, which is sudden shocking changes. So we could have some shocking things happen this year and things falling apart that we never thought would fall apart. Now, I don't want to say the economy is going to fall apart, but something like that, you know, like a when the stock market just crashes out of nowhere mm-hmm. or it's things mm-hmm. that happen out of nowhere. Right. So um, and that's going to be sudden, right? Because of your sudden it's because changes of your- that come out of nowhere. And it's also related to karma for us, but it's also going to connect with your personal numbers. So your age number, which whatever age you are right now. So I'm 54. So I'm a nine. So nine is not really all that harmonious with four because that's Mars and Uranus. They're, they're butting heads. And it's also going to interact with the, the town you live in and the number of your house, like your addresses is going to interact with your personal numbers of four. How, how well does four interact so what you do is you just uh, reposition yourself. If it's not going to be that great for me, maybe I need to wear like one colors, although one colors, sometimes one can be dominated by four or four can bring one bad luck. So even though I have a one color on, but maybe um, other colors that aren't four colors, if 
you don't do well with four. Now there's going to be people that do great with fours and eights, um, eight energy because it's connected to eight, that type of thing. And they should be really having a great time this year. So it's going to be a combination of different things that fit together to look at your luck as far as a year is concerned. Looking at your luck in general uh, over the span of your life, your personal life would be doing your numbers like what's in this book. So how do all those work? But each specific year, yeah, you would um, look at how that year number is going to interact with your numbers. So once again, it's a combination, the soup. Actually, I have a video I can send you. I'll I'll send you a video on that. Since you've been reading the book, I'll I'll send you a video on that on 2022. But um, That would be great. And I can share it with my listeners. So just expect a lot of change. Expect a lot of change. Hopefully it's for the better, yes. Um, But some things are going to have to be shocking. Sometimes they say it's got to get worse before it gets better, right? So now coming back to the book, you talk about the five numbers in the book. Do you want to go more into that so people understand what those numbers are? I mean, just what the numbers are and how you can help someone with those numbers. Okay. And I think I think the listeners may want to know how you you figure those numbers. You don't have to, you know, go into so much. But so they're very easy. Yes. They're easy to figure out. They're very easy. Your book is very easy. Like I was able to to see if my numbers are incongruence. And you know, I use that book to come up with names for my programs. I use that book for so many things. And, you know, when I'm in doubt, I go back to that. Or if I come up with an idea, I say, okay, let me write it down. Let me see if it's in agreement with my numbers. And if it's not, I move away from it. So I I think that book is is extremely powerful. So talk to me about those numbers so that the listeners can understand a little bit more what those five, because they're very important numbers in my opinion. Okay. Well, it's similar to the five numbers are derived from your name and your birthday. It's similar to doing an astrology chart, except astrology is not going to use your name. Um, So what you're going to do is kind of draw up a little thing of your numbers. And this can be done for an individual. So um, it would be like, for me, it would be my birthday and my name, or it can be done for a business. So a business would be the name you give the business and then the day you launch it into the world. So your birthday is the day you're born into the world. The business is going to be a separate entity where it has its own name and the day you launch it is its birthday. So it can be used for either or even a project if you're working on like a painting or something and you name the painting and then you put it up for sale Uh, that's going to be its birthday and its uh, name. So the first number would be your day number. Super easy. It's the day that you're born on. So if you're born on the first of the month, you're a one, the second of the month, you're a two and so on. If you're born on the 10th of the month, one plus zero is one. The 11th, one plus one is two. The 12th, one plus two is three. So very easy to figure out your day number. You're going to reduce it down to a single number But you're also going to pay attention if you are born on a double number, like you're born on the 23rd, you're going to want to read what 23 means, but two plus three is five. So you're also going to read what five means. And then, you know, I have like descriptions in here of these compound numbers. I have descriptions of the single numbers. So that's your main number. That's going to be a number you cannot change the day you're born on. 
And depending on the month and period of time, rather not really the month, but the period of time you're born under is going to determine your period number. So that would be your sign, basically your sun sign in astrology. So if you're born during a period of late February, early March, you're going to be a Pisces and so on. So that uh, sign that you're born under has a planet that rules it, which has a number. So that would be your period number. So Pisces is going to be number three or number seven. Um, so what's Taurus going to be? Like I'm a Taurus. I'm. I was so born six. You would be Venus. So yeah, I'm Venus. That's right. I am Venus. So you would be <laughs> six period number. So let's say you were born on the 18th of the month, which is a nine. So you've already got an 18, nine and a six in your numbers already. And then you would look at each name, your first name, last name would be an individual name number. So you're going to add up the letters in your name. Each letter has a number that corresponds to it. You're going to use the Chaldean number system. If you use the Pythagorean number system to translate the letters in here, it's not going to work. That's a different system. So you want to use the Chaldean. I've learned that from your book actually. So then that will give you your name numbers. You add those together. It's going to give you a total name number. The key to everything is your total name number being in the same harmonious series with your day number. When those two are in harmony, then all any negative numbers in there, it's going to really help bring out positive. And then you'll have your hidden number, which is adding the total name plus the day. Sounds confusing, but it's really just using your birth date and your name and adding it up. And you the do give examples part. in your book because I've gone through your book and you actually give a lot of examples where people can easily do their own. Yeah. And you can get a lot of information about the numbers too, uh, the material that it's dealing with. Um, like a 14 deals with communication and writing and things like that. So you kind of have a feeling of, of what material you're talking about with that number. And then after you figure out your numbers, all it is is memorizing the rules of how they interact, which ones are harmonious, which ones don't get along, which uh, numbers should you not double, which ones, you know, and once you get the rules, which, aren't hard. It's just a matter of remembering them. Then you can start to map it out correctly and uh, see, oh, well, this all seems like it looks good, but I just noticed I've got an eight and a seven in my numbers and those two don't, they don't get along. So I got to change one or the other of those. And then if you can't change something, you just look at solutions. There's solutions that you can use. Like I was talking about where colors that relate to numbers in the year 2022 that are more harmonious for you (laughs) or different periods of time where different colors avoid different days that are not harmonious, this type of thing. So there, and uh, you can amp up other numbers to, to give them more energy and kind of tone down the ones that are not bringing you good luck. So there's different little cures, I guess you could say a cure you could do for um, just like feng shui where you have cures, you can cure the problems that are in there. So it's just mapping out your numbers, which are really easy to do, and then learning the rules and learning the cures. So Yeah, that's fascinating. Um, tell me, Anne-Marie, I know you wrote other books. Do you want to share that with, with us too? Because I know you did the tarot book and do you want to show? I did two uh, tarot books. These are based on kind of like a life study also. 60-second tarot because I got very frustrated 
doing tarot cards, there's 78 cards and having to look up the meaning or use my intuition. And when you're starting out with these, you start to doubt like your intuition. You're like, oh, is that really what it means? Because the book says this, but the book says like five different answers, you know, which one is it and all that. It's really hard to read for yourself. So this just breaks these cards down into a really simple system where you're going to know something within 60 seconds about every single card in the deck. After the first two sections, you're going to, you're going to be able to pick any card and go, I can tell you something about, I can tell you a couple things about this card. So uh, that's why it's called 60 second. That that book, right? If someone wants to buy the book, they'll really learn how to read tarot cards. Should be able to. Yeah. Should be able Um, to. I do do classes. uh, I think I'm going to do a class in March where we get into it a little more, but um Super easy system. You'll need the Rider weight deck to learn off of just because that's what most of the modern decks have spun off of. But um, foolproof is like going to the next level with it once you get real comfortable with the cards or familiar. Um, or even if it doesn't matter if you're beginner or advanced, you can you can look at this book. This is going to take you into other things like how to do mediumship with tarot cards. Because I've had people come in for a session or book a session with me for tarot. And then they want mediumship. And I'm like, I got the cards out. So if you don't know how to do mediumship, but somebody asked you for a tarot reading, this shows you how to do a mediumship, mediumship. reading of the cards. Wow. Without, without having to be a medium. People get things confused. They don't know what they want. They Somebody says, oh, yeah, let's go for a psychic reading. I really want to talk to my dead grandmother. And they don't know they're going to a tarot reader or to an astrologer or to whoever and then they say, well, I'm not a medium. I don't, I don't do that. I just do cards. So it kind of shows you a lot of different fun things you can do with the cards and just takes it another step further and how to answer more and more questions. Because I, I kind of feel like once you start doing cards, you don't want to be, you don't want to ever be put in the position of like a deer in headlights where somebody's going to ask you something that you can't answer. Right. So this is teaching you how to answer any type of question that's going to get thrown your way or, or offer something to the person, no matter what they're going to come in with. Some people come in with, I don't know, just start reading. I, I don't have any questions. <laughs> so then you're on the spot and you're like, wow. So it's going to just walk you through all kinds of scenarios and just teach fun, new things to look at with the cards. But um, uh, those available, I, I'm, 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 I know your, the five numbers of destiny is available on Amazon. Are the others also available on Amazon? They're up there. I've got some on just breaking free of karma, like some general topics. I'm working on, I'm working on a workbook for this is what I really want to get done. But I'm also doing a, a book on astrology on, um, I don't want to tell you the title yet, because I'm going to do a title reveal, but um, it's about soulmates and astrology, like how to spot if you've had past lives with somebody and if it's going to be able to be a long-term relationship, not just like flash in the pan or whatever. So, um, so it's going to be more on the romantic compatibility type stuff, but uh, that should be done hopefully March. <laughs> good. Oh my God. That's awesome. I know you're doing a workshop on astrology. Are you doing one on numerology as well? Or is there a combination of two? Or are you going to do one on astrology and one on numerology? You know, I forgot. I think I did send you that email. Um, so the yeah, astrology, yeah. astrology one is this month on the 19th. 
which will be based on that book. It's going to be a soulmate astrology. So if you're interested in that aspect of astrology, uh, March, I'm doing a tarot class. And then I'm probably going to throw in a, a numerology class. I'm, I'm looking at like every other month. So uh, to have a class up. And um, I've had some people asking for the numerology. So I really need to get something done. But you know how it is. I know. <laughs> you don't get even a quarter done what you need to get done. Well, you plan you to do. get done. Now, the astrology workshop, are you going to teach someone how to uh, create their own chart and, and be able to understand and read? Um, a little bit. Um, it's going to be for beginner or advanced. I'm going to, it's really easy to get your chart printed up. You just do it online and um, it'll print you up your natal chart. I'm going to show them real briefly how to read it enough that they can follow along with the particular planets that we're going to be looking at and the signs and that type of thing. We'll cover um, sun signs, a little bit of fun maybe. And, um, and then I have in the book, it's pretty much based on the book, but I have a soulmate quiz where you can look at both charts and start to look for all these things in there that so you just answer each question and then you add up your points to see if you've got um enough soulmate connections to last a long time so we'll probably do the quiz at the end then and but just get them familiar with their chart what they're looking at and real easy simple clues you can look at to see if you have a long-term connection with somebody Mm -hmm. uh just a little bit different than what's out there i think because some of the things that are out there, like, oh, your Venuses are in the same sign or the same house. And it's like, yeah, but that's, <laughs> I don't know. That doesn't mean, necessarily mean it's going to make a, a relationship that lasts a long time. Right. So, uh, but these will also be, I don't know, my thing's saying I'm playing music. You don't hear any music, do you? I, just had a I do not, no. <laughs> so this will be things that also you've had past lives with this person. So that's going to increase your connection to them and the ease of a, of a long-term relationship. Plus you had a really negative lifetime with them. Then those people are, it's very apparent and you <laughs> hopefully, and you don't get involved. So that's coming up uh, this month and it will be based on that book, which will be finished in March. And then um, March will be tarot. So I'll probably throw on maybe in May um, a numerology class. You know, of course, I, I would like to do them all right now, but of I, course, I have, I have to pace myself. I think we all do. I mean, you know, I feel sometimes the same way. I want to do so much, and yet, you know, we have other things that we need to take care of, right? You know, I can I can talk to you forever, but I do have one more question. If somebody wants to get in touch with you, if somebody wants to get a a reading from you or somebody wants to know more about you, where can they go, Anne-Marie? Uh, just my name, annemarieeber.com or .net. They both go to the same place, but uh, A-N-M-A-R-I-E-U-B-E-R. See, I got it here on the book. It's got to be that spelling. Perfect. So it's Anne-Marie This might show up backwards. I'm not sure, but. No, it actually, it, so it's A-N-M-A-R-I-E-U-B-E-R. Dot com. Dot com. If you like going way down a rabbit hole, you can check out my YouTube channel. It gets a little bit crazy on there. If you send me the YouTube channel uh, or tell us what the YouTube is. it the uh, Same thing, Anne-Marie Eber YouTube channel. Now, 
I'm going to pick us a card though, just to end this with, but go ahead yes. with whatever you want to say. <laughs> well, I want you to end it with give, give everybody out there a message from those cards. What comes up? <laughs> That'll be interesting. We got gateway, which I think is related to 2022. I think we're going into places we haven't been before new things opening up like that truth that I was talking about is opening up. We're going to gain more truth about what's going on in the world that we didn't know, but also uh, these shocking changes that are going to open up these doorways and gateways. We've also got action. So whatever you're not doing, there may be some physical action you need to take. Or if your life has been like sitting still, it, it feels like things are going to start moving this year for everybody. I think we've all felt paralyzed and stuck with, oh, look what I picked for us. Abundance. Look at there. Oh, beautiful. So uh, I think we've been kind of like frozen or paralyzed from the 2020 and then going into 2021. And it just feels like things are going to get moving. I don't know if they're going to get worse before they get better. That, like you said, it could possibly be something these are super happy cards. So there's not a lot of yeah. negative ones, but we do have security coming up here. So this might That's be a beautiful. time to pay attention to make sure all your ducks are in a row and you're in a good place financially or otherwise, even if we do have some bumps coming up that you're going to be able to weather the storm. So, so I mean, that means clear your debt and focus on, you know, grounding listen, yourself. Listen to like, yeah, <laughs> listen to you, you know, <laughs> And it's, you know, we'll get some guidance from, from uh, Elena here, (laughs) you know, from you, like, I think what I'm hearing from you is people need to become more, more aware to go more inwards, right. To trust their intuition, to trust their instrument. We all have it. I mean, I know we all have it. It's inside of us. It's just that so many are so focused outside of what's happening rather than taking care of self and and even the cards reveal that right you're gonna get abundance but that's a great statement you know uh we're trained to look outside of ourselves we're, we're trained to look at the teacher to teach us in school give us the answers to the parents give us the answers to the priest or the minister give us the answers the politician give us the answers and we have everything so my uh my actual uh, motto on um or whatever on uh, tagline on YouTube is question everything, trust yourself. And you hear that over and over, go within for the answers, look within. And we never do it. Um, We we can hear that a thousand times and we still don't do it. We don't trust ourselves. And that's what the fool is about. 22, the fool is about trusting yourself and having faith and exactly what you said, which was things are happening for a reason So trust that the best scenario is going to happen for you. Why? Because you chose it. You requested it. You demanded it. Um, You need to be there, to be aware, to be, you know, to go in, to come out of this, right? That's what I'm hearing. Yes. And don't worry about the challenges because the bad stuff will happen or something's going to come in there and try to challenge what you just thought. And it's like, Okay, whatever, because it's all going to wash out in the end and it's going to be fine. You just keep thinking that and that's exactly what will happen. If you if you think the opposite, you're going to get caught up in the drama. You're going to be reactive and all this stuff. So go within and just remember, okay, what do I know? I know that I have the, the ability to choose. Everything's working in my favor. 
going to trust myself. I'm going to trust this process. I'm going to trust my spirit that's leading me on this path, you know, and you can trust the creator. I mean, the, uh, I think we're connected to the creator. I don't think this has to be some kind of religion outside of other religions. I think that most people, not all religions, but most people believe there's a being out there that has created us and that cares for us. And I, I do think that's true. So, um, trust and realize you're in a world that's that can be very difficult so you have to learn to let things slide off your back you have to learn to think just like you said things are working in my favor they're they're happening for a reason it's okay i'm okay yeah i'm, I'm gonna learning. be okay, I'm okay when i leave I'm here learning. too yeah yes and i'm gonna be okay where i'm going after i die i'm gonna be it's gonna be okay but do There's, we really I, die on marie like Talk no, about that. I've seen too much, too many things that to know that we're not just this body. We're we're most definitely living on. We're just taking on a different form. We have a light body, and uh, that's another conversation. Another yes, another I need to bring you on for part but, two. Oh Lord, <laughs> where we can so, talk um, about you know living this body and going to another dimension. So or going back to the Creator. And uh, then deciding where you're going to go from there, which some people would call heaven or whatever you want to call it. But um, just keep going back to yourself, trust your intuition. And uh, when you don't know what you're doing or you're worried or you're scared, go back to your intuition, go back to your own power, your own spirit um, that can conquer anything here. We've just been put into a limited space with limited choices, but that doesn't mean that we're not this the spirit that's limitless. So remember that you are a limitless spirit and extension of the creator. That's, that's what I think. So go into things with that mindset. And when things go wrong, they're going to go wrong, but just remember it's happening for a reason. You're going to see something on the other side of this and try to pick the best path to get through it. Don't try to pick the worst, the most difficult path and make things more difficult. But anyway, that's uh it's a journey. Life's a journey. It's a journey. That's so beautiful. I want to thank you for, for being here um, as my guest. I so love and enjoyed speaking with you. I could talk to you forever. And I want to say thank you. And to all the listeners, if you want to reach out to Anne-Marie, she will make a lot of sense. She will give you so much clarity. In in She has so much knowledge, this lady. I've done readings with her. I've read her books. So I will have a link, but one more time, give us your website where they can get you. Bring up the book again so they can see it one more time. So if they want to reach out with you to get some clarity, to get, you know, see what their script are and how you can make their script better, that would be awesome. And then well, thank there. you so much. I mean, the pleasure is all mine coming on here. That was so nice of you to ask me. And I think all that you just said, I could reflect back to you. Your books are amazing. You're amazing. AnneMarieEber.com. Five Numbers of Destiny. If you're into tarot, 60 Second Tarot is a great place to start. Uh, Synchronicity Numbers is, this is kind of like an oracle in itself, like tarot cards. You could think think of a number, open it up and read a message. Several books on there, but there should be available everywhere. Amazon, Barnes & Noble, I don't know, Apple, they're, they're all over the place, so. Beautiful. Thank you so much, Anne-Marie, for being here. And until next time, 
I want to say all the best to all the listener. And I will be with you again soon. Bye Yay. for now. Thank you. Yay. Thank you for tuning in to this week's episode of Rewired Inspired Podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, please share it with your colleagues, friends, and family. Do you have a question, comment, or topic idea for a future episode? Please reach me directly at elenapetrescu.com. And if you haven't already, please subscribe, rate, and review the show on your favorite podcast player. Stay inspired as there is unlimited potential in your life and business. Thank you for listening.